Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're on episode 62, and I'm recording this at 9.23 p.m. on August 23rd, 2020. Should be coming out tomorrow. I'm recording it a little late on Sunday. That way, it should go up on Monday. You know how it'd be sometimes. And I know the podcast hasn't been the most consistent thing on planet Earth. Uh, and, you know, I could give like a, a reason, I guess, for it. But honestly, I think more than anything, it's just been a really productive month for me. Um, and when I'm productive on things like Blue Catch Productions and Lines Honor Gaming, it can be kind of hard to like dedicate time to just doing the podcast stuff because usually when I'm on a roll on Aiden on Anchor it means that other projects are slow and so I just want to hurry up and get something out <laughs> but now most things are, are, are going well and now it's Aiden on Anchor that's slacking on stuff but you know what it, it that, that just comes down to how I have things set up I do so many things so many projects that if one of them is slowing down or if I'm not interested in a particular thing I can go and try something else and pick something else up for a while and then hopefully swing back around. The goal, the goal is to try to try to put out as much content on all these different projects. Like try to get a bunch of series on LHG, try to get like a couple of episodes of Aiden on Anchor, a couple episodes of the YouTube podcast and mainly trying to get things out for the main channel, which is always the most important thing, live stream every now and then. You know, have have enough content so that when you look back through the year, you're like, wow, Aiden actually did something this year. And I think for the most part, I've stuck to that uh, on everything, which is good. So even if things aren't as consistent as I'd like them to be, I still think we're doing better than than what we tend to do around here, I guess. We've had slower years. Uh, longtime fans will know we have had slower years, to say the least. But uh, welcome back, everybody. It wasn't what I wanted to talk about exactly i guess what i wanted to start with is in the last episode we talked about rise of the planet of the apes and i watched the the next two movies in the monkey movie trilogy that my friend jay the zoomster got us down to watch uh so i want to briefly talk about the the next two movies we got dawn of the planet of the apes which can i just say what a bad fucking title the first movie's called rise right because that's, that's kind of what's happening, right? The, the monkeys, they're starting to think for themselves. They're like, fuck humans. Me want banana, right? Like, it's a rise. The, the, what the fuck does Dawn mean in this context? Because the movie, essentially, is just monkeys are already on top, right? They pretty much control. There are people involved, for sure. And they live on the outskirts in different cities and stuff. But for the most part, monkey on top, right? Does, does, does Don refer to their empire being new? Well, like, it's already been 10 years at the time of, of, of this movie. Like, we skipped 10 years forward. So, I don't know. I don't fucking understand Don's title. At least the third movie, War for the Planet of the Apes, is kind of, like, makes a little bit more sense. Because they actually do have a battle between monkey and man. And then, and then two human forces are fighting. But the war part for War of the Planet of the Apes, spoiler alert, I guess, doesn't happen until the final 30 minutes. So, really... All these titles, in one form or another, are just kind of stupid. All right, I'm just going to throw that out there. They're all kind of dumb. They're all kind of stupid. 
and it can be very easy to confuse which movie you're talking about because the titles don't do a good enough job explaining what it is. Anyway, nitpick aside, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the second one, was uh, really good, actually. In fact, this one might be my favorite. It's focusing less on the science angle and the relationship Caesar had with the James Franco character who isn't here anymore, uh, but rather, this movie spends all its time, like, strictly on just the ape stuff, uh, the ape civilization, Caesar, his wife, his kid, Blue Eyes, who kind of epic, um, and, and all the other monkey dynamics that are going on. Now that they are on top, now that they are ruling, essentially, uh, they're having to make kind of tough leadership decisions. Caesar's trying to work into his own. And there are some monkeys who find like this sort of like off civilization and, and ruin San Francisco. And they're like, what do we do, Caesar? What do we do? Caesar's like, you know, we're not going to fuck with them. Apes stay in woods. They stay in their broken down shitty city. But the people in the city need electricity so they can send for help. Uh, but that doesn't work out well for them obviously and some monkeys are are out for revenge the the villain of the film koba is kind of an angry fucking monkey with like a scar on his eye and shit he's like ooh ooh well, fuck shit up and uh you know koba's like yo let's just go let's go eradicate the human race like we're on top you know the humans have done awful things to us let's just go on a revenge quest and caesar's like all right koba uh first off um they still have guns, right? So if we if we were to go on the fucking revenge quest, a lot of us would die. Secondly, we're fine. You know, we're on top. We won. We got our revenge. You know, that's what the whole last movie was about. We escaped and we did it. We don't need we don't need more of this. But of course, Koba's bitter and he starts some stupid shit. And uh, basically, the humans and, and the monkeys fight again in the San Francisco type area. And while the monkeys do win. There were a lot of casualties, uh, and basically, at the end of the movie, they do manage to send a distress signal to what remains of the U.S. military, which are now coming their way. So it essentially kind of plays almost like a tragedy, where the monkeys are finally on top, but due to their own incompetence, due to their own issues, very human issues, right? The whole thing kind of goes from a utopia to pretty much falling apart. They have their whole monkey civilization gets like burned to the ground. They're getting chased by the military. Tons die in this fight. Caesar gets like a bullet wound in his stomach or some shit. And Koba's just an asshole the entire time, antagonizing people, raising the stakes. Caesar at the end of the movie finally just beat his ass and throw him off a building. It's very satisfying. I, I, I enjoyed this movie. Not only on an emotional level, watching the tragedy unfold. But the human characters are just a background necessities, right? They're they're here and there. They're not they're not as well acted as James Franco, granted, but they're not supposed to be the focus. And I'm glad it's not the focus. Um, it really is just a movie about Caesar and the tragedy that goes on. Um, and I'm just engrossed the entire time, man. This movie, honestly, is better than Rise, in my opinion. Jay would disagree. But I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say it. I think Dawn is a well-crafted movie. I think the special effects are better. The action's better. The whole thing is just the perfect sequel. I'll give Dawn of the Planet of the Apes 10 out of 10. I fucking adored this movie. Seriously. The monkey movie, I gave a 10 out of 10. Insane. Insane. Uh, but needless to say, after watching Dawn and how this setup led into the third movie, War of the Planet of the Apes, I was very excited to see how that one turned out. 
And while War is still good, still very good, like, don't get me wrong, none of these movies are bad. And I think that's the biggest surprising thing, but we'll save that for later. Uh, while War isn't bad, it's my least favorite of the bunch. Um, and I think that just comes down to, like, what we end up doing in this movie. All right, so kind of bring it back a little bit. Okay, so the U.S. military is called. They're chasing Caesar and the gang. Uh, the, the monkeys are kind of running away, and they're trying to look for a new home away from everything. Uh, but unfortunately, one of, the, one of the human people, played by Woody Harrelson, I don't remember his actual fucking name. I just know him as Woody Harrelson. He comes into Caesar's cave, and he shoots his fucking wife and kid. It's like, what the fuck, bro? So now Caesar's like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was, I was all about trying to leave. I was all about trying to work with the humans and start a new life. And every time it's happened, it's bitten me in the ass. I'm going to kill that motherfucker, right? Caesar's angry now. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to go murder him. And, uh, of course, Caesar's council, there's like an orangutan and a bunch of monkeys. And they're like, yeah, Caesar, um, this, this is probably not a good idea. But Caesar don't give a fuck, man. So he, he chases him down. Uh, he tells the other monkeys to go and flee. But, of course, everything ends up poorly. They all get captured. They essentially go to, like, a monkey work camp, like a monkey labor camp, where they got to, like, do manual labor, and they don't get food and water and shit. And, of course, Caesar gets captured because he's an idiot. But, like, uh, his whole his whole race is suffering. They're living in this, like, neo-Nazi camp. You, you find out Woody Harrelson's character is not, like, part of the main branch of the military. They're sort of their own, like separate branch where they kind of do their own thing right and so we learned during the movie that like the actual military is going to come in and, and get rid of this whole squad basically uh which you might think is good for caesar and them but the monkeys will most certainly be killed in the crossfire or if that didn't happen they'll probably go work for the actual u.s military so that won't work well either so caesar's like fuck i'm on a time limit and i still want to kill woody harrelson so we basically have a prison movie for a good portion of it. Uh, some of the monkeys decide to work with the humans so that they can live longer. Uh, they're basically treated as slaves. One of them gets gets called Donkey. He's like this big gorilla or whatever. And he's sort of the, the monkey antagonist in this film. Uh, and so Caesar's like having to deal with that and all that sort of stuff. And eventually, don't want to spoil the ending because I feel like this is the ending I really need to save in case you do decide to watch this trilogy. Uh, but needless to say, shit goes down, things happen, and it's a very satisfying ending. For all the, the little faults I might have with War, which we'll get to, I think the movie ends on a good enough point uh, it's where you can watch this trilogy and get the whole experience. There are technically other Planet of the Apes movies, and they all kind of tie into each other. Uh, but as far as this trilogy is concerned, it is a set story from beginning to end, and I really enjoy that. So... Go watch them. What I don't like about war, I think more than anything, is how much it like bounces around. So like the first part of the movie is like they're trying to run away. Second part of the movie I didn't even touch on, but like Caesar and a couple of others go explore the wasteland a little bit. So it's almost like Last of Us for a little bit. Then they meet like a funny old monkey from a zoo who can like talk in English, which is cool. And then the prison movie happens, and then the war movie at the end, right? So we're bouncing around all these different areas, and not all of them really really hit home. <laughs> I don't think the tragedy element is as strong in this one 
I mean, yeah, they're still making the social commentary about slavery and, and all this sort of stuff, and that's good. That's really good, actually. Some of the shots in this, damn. Still a very gorgeous movie. I just don't quite enjoy that drama as much as I did in Dawn. I also think Dawn is a bit of a better paced movie. I enjoy the conflict a little bit more. While Woody Harrelson is a fine villain, he is no Koba. In fact, Koba actually shows up in this movie as a fucking monkey ghost. He's like, yo, Caesar, I'm, I'm not. Haha, I'm gonna fuck with you in the afterlife. Uh, and he, he almost ends up being a better villain anyway. He's not even like in the movie all that much. But I, Koba is such a strong character that even as a ghost, he's still a really fucking good villain. So I enjoy that stuff as well. Uh, I will say, though, War ends on a strong note. It is a very pretty film. I like the Koba villain. I like the end to a lot of our characters. It just feels like the whole rest of the movie just isn't as strong as Rise or Dawn. I'm going to give War, the Planet of the Apes, probably like a an 8. An 8 out of 10. 8 or 7, right around there. That's where I feel it belongs. Still, really good movie, but not with the other two. But that's my thoughts on the new Planet of the Apes trilogy. If you want to know my thoughts about Rise, the first one, go watch the last episode where I kind of jokingly talk about that one uh, if you want to know my thoughts on that. But, like, in conclusion, Planet of the Apes trilogy is fucking fantastic. If you're looking for, like, a a movie trilogy with, like, a little bit of, like, science fiction element, a little bit of political commentary, a little bit of, like, drama and tragedy, these are your films. Beautifully shot, really good action, the story builds, it has a satisfying beginning, a satisfying ending, and man, I, I think what, what these movies really go to show is that the writing in these are, are so good, because you're essentially making a film about a fucking monkey, man, and they make monkey jokes, and they talk in monkey words, that beat Caesar, you know, kind of gets English, and the rest of them just kind of do sign language, but still, they very much act like monkey a lot of the time. And that's funny. And the comedy angle is funny, for sure. But what impresses me is how the writing can turn just a bunch of monkeys and their plot for revolution, and I'm behind it. And not only I'm behind it, I'm rooting for the monkey. I'm going, yeah, let's fucking go. The writing between characters, the writing in, in terms of political satire and stuff like that, the comedy, it all works together to keep me invested. These are not films that, like really work for a younger audience that much but like if you're looking for some good fucking movie trilogy a good fucking like big blockbuster franchise trilogy easily one of the best not only of this decade but of all time go check out those movies i had a serious blast watching them and i'd hope you guys enjoy them as well but yeah those are my thoughts on the rest of the the plane of the apes dawn and war god i hate those titles I hate, I hate those titles. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I guess, I'm going to tell a story a little bit, since it is focusing on my life, this podcast, Aiden on Anchor. Let me drink a little water first, though. Back in the day, uh, before YouTube and before all these projects, I was a part of the Sploder uh, website. In case you don't know what that is, Sploder is a game-making website where you can make like little flash games essentially you and your friends could play them and whatever they also had a forum section 
where you could like chat with everybody and have fun and apply to be like a reviewer and all this sort of stuff. And I was on these forums for a long time, did a lot of different things. In fact, that's how I met a lot of, uh, a lot of people who originally like stuck around and watched a lot of my YouTube videos. People like Patient, I believe High was one of them. They found my early live streams because I linked them and talked about them in these same Splutter forums, which is wild to think about because I always associate like that, that time as a different era in my life of like teenage Aiden, angsty Aiden, talking about shit, saying whatever the fuck I wanted to. It's wild to think that at that same time, there were people like Patient and High also subsequently using the forum who, who, who either never came into contact with me or if they did, probably thought I was some kind of fucking asshole. And I don't blame them because I said a lot of fucking awful shit on these forums. I, I went back looking through because a lot of them are still publicly available. If you search like Math Aid 2 on the forums, you could find like a lot of my different threads and stuff. A lot of it was just like mean spirited or, or I was like complaining <laughs> or uh, about a time I had a girlfriend and how I said girls are weird because she wouldn't go out with me or some shit. Like this is shit that I make fun of now, essentially. I've lived that and it's all publicly available on a forum website, which sucks. But to tie into the whole title thing, one of the, one of the things that I did was I made a, 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 th a forum thread basically titled uh <laughs> something to the effect of you guys know you can use more than one word for a title right i know sounds stupid right well, let me elaborate a little bit more so <laughs> i basically in this thread complained that a lot of the popular sploder games and games that people were playing and that people were showing off all their games were, were titled one word like rage war anger faith you know like really strong one word shit and i'm like guys you now you can use more than one word right you don't have to restrict yourself there's a bunch of words out there in the english language and you guys are only just using one and i know <laughs> you probably listen to this like aiden this is such the biggest non-complaint i've ever heard in my entire life and you're right you're absolutely right this is on a level of nitpicking so beyond the average human experience that, that you guys probably think I, I get mad when like my my water bottle is not a hundred percent filled right like if it's like 98 percent filled like I go back and ask for a refund or some shit no I'm not one of those people I used to be I'm not anymore but I made this whole thread about like yo you, you know you could use more than one word for a title and I think I got fucking roasted and rightfully so People just bullying me, being like, what the, no, you can use one more. So we got into this like whole philosophical discussion about like, is two words better? Is three words better? Do you want to be like short and to the point? Or do you want to have like um, something that accurately explains your experience and try not to be as vague and stuff? And little did I know that all these years later, when I'd be crafting YouTube titles and titles for content and titles for things and... and <laughs> coming to find out that the that the less words you use the better off you're doing you know using two or three or four words is good and you don't want to be throwing like 20 or 16 like i was probably doing at the time uh and so i kind of you know now that i started talking about how stupid the, the rise in the war titles were 
It could it could be me. It could be me making that dumbass title. I would do no better, right? I'd put like thirty thousand words in there. So long as it didn't have one, I would be that petty enough asshole to go ahead and do it. <laughs> I absolutely would be that petty asshole and just just say shit like that. I don't know. It's weird looking back on on those old forum days. And if any of you guys are listening to this who remember me from the forum or you happen to come across this, I'm sorry. Is I <laughs> there's no excuse. I did document some really cool things that happened in my life, and it's a cool, like, flashback, and, and some things I, I, I still agree on, uh, but man, was I just loud, antagonistic, starting shit to start shit, like, the type of shit that I really hate, um, I think part of the reason I hate it was because I lived through it, and I don't want to go back to that ever again, so, I guess all of this to say, kind of put a nice little bow on this topic is that people change obviously but I think what's so cool about doing stuff online and doing stuff publicly is that you can actually track and visibly see that change and that's what I think is super cool yes those sploder forums are, are fucking horrible I hate reading myself you know like I, I hate it I'd rather them all be deleted. And apparently the forum's going away anyway. So, hey, there's that. Um, I'd rather all that shit be gone. But from a from a 2020 mindset, I talk about all the time, like, how I'm trying to get better and change and evolve and all this sort of stuff. Now I can go back to those shitty forums and be like, see? See? Look. Look at this asshole. That's not me anymore. I actively changed. I did better. I did better. And those forums were like from 2014, 2015. I could even go back to early YouTube, Aiden. Uh, I could go back to watch my old Let's Plays or my old vlogs. And I could do the same thing. I can be like, look, look, guys. Look how different this is. And that makes me happy. It makes me really happy. I hate that the old content is bad. And I hate that it's there and invisible. And that's why a lot of it's unlisted now. Um, but at the same time, I think it's really fucking cool that like... I can go back to that at any time and be like, wow, look at how far I've come. Look what I'm doing now. Look how much better this shit is. I would hate even more if I went back and the content was still shitty, but it's not. It's not. It's actively better. I'm a better person now, and I'm, I'm still a long way to go. Let me just say, I got my own vices. I got my own issues. I'm very unhealthy. I, I sit down most of the day looking at a computer screen. My diet is awful. I still make regrettable decisions and say stupid shit I shouldn't say. I'm well aware of my own faults. Absolutely. And I still got a lot to work on. I think we all do. But it's so cool to be like, at least I'm not as bad as I was then. You know? And that and that signifies growth, and I think that's a good thing. So if you have any form of older content on the internet, on YouTube, on forums, on wherever, and it's still like publicly available... I want to give you guys the challenge. I want to I want to give you guys the challenge to go back and look at your older self. Not because I want you guys to suffer. Maybe you made like really awesome stuff when you were little and you were like some visionary or some shit. But like go back, watch some of your older stuff, preferably from at least 2 or 3 years because that's at that point it's like different enough, right? Don't go back 1 year. Don't go back like a month. I'm talking like 2 or 3 years. To any like older form of yourself on, on forums or YouTube or, or MySpace or whatever or Facebook or whatever. 
and go back and look at the type of shit you posted because you will be surprised. You will be absolutely blown away at the type of stuff you, you talked about and, and how you sounded and what your opinions on things were. Uh, go back and do that because I think it'd be really fascinating. And hopefully you see a little bit of growth yourself. But uh, with all that being said, I think that'll be it for episode 62 of A Non Acre. This was a good one. This was a good one. I got to talk about Monkey Movie, my history on the old Sploder forums, and the the change that occurs when you post all your shit online, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed the episode, be sure to let me know on all these different social media platforms down in the description below. Feel free to support me either on Patreon or on Anchor. There's a little support button right there. Uh, shout out to Jay the Zoomster and Karenite for doing that. Appreciate you guys a ton for keeping it epic and for keeping the podcast consistent as shit. And uh, that'll be it. I'll see you guys for another exciting episode of Aiden on Anchor. Bye bye.